Hey, 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 what is up, everyone? It's your girl, Kelly Howard, and we are here on Be Less Petty, the podcast. You know, this particular season, we focus strictly on being less petty about relationships. I do not have my husband here right now because I am just in the basement recording this final introduction for the finale episode. So say hi to him from afar. Um, I know this was supposed to come out on New Year's Eve. My bad. I had a lot going on and just, yeah, moving, a lot of moving pieces. And I am the editor of this podcast and I do all of the back-end work too so it just takes a little time so my bad Uh, but here it is now and it is an hour and a half long conversation on infidelity with that being said I'm going to break it up into three pieces because I know how intimidating that can be when I look at a podcast that is over an hour long I'll be like fuck that I am not checking that out right now and then I claim I'm gonna go back to it and I never do so just for uh, your sanity and mine I'm going to break it up into three episodes um yeah and we have Anita Chapala on the therapist from the very first conversation the about communication she is who we're talking to about infidelity and it gives a lot of insight on that so I'm hoping that this series has been beneficial to couples out there just trying or even individuals that just trying to get a better understanding of what healthy relationships look like um I also want to thank you all for just your feedback, your comments, your shares, and just your openness and willingness to go down this very, very vulnerable road with me. Uh, I feel like we walked it together. It was very challenging, but at the end of the day, we did it and it helped a lot of people. And I know because I got a lot of feedback for it. So thank you for listening. If there was no you, there'd be no me. And that is just not being cliche, but seriously, that you you listening really does matter so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you a million times over um I feel like I had something else to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be Less Petty TV is now available on YouTube. Make sure you check that out. It's kind of sort of the same as this, but different. So make sure you check that out. And also next season will be Be Less Petty about health and wellness. That is coming up in mid to late February. I don't have a definitive date just yet. Uh, We're starting the process, recording, reaching out to different experts to be on the show. Uh, But it's going to take about maybe six to eight weeks to actually get that all recorded and stuff seeing that I also am an actress and a comedian and a mother and a wife and blah 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 blah. so we're gonna get that done and we're gonna get it uploaded make sure you subscribe so that you will get the alert when it is there um I really do appreciate you guys seriously like from the bottom of my heart this means the world to me that um I've been able to do this and be so open about it and talk about the things that have been challenging not only to my marriage but in my life uh infidelity Uh, molestation, uh, just so much, and low sex drive, uh, the multiple sclerosis. Like, I've been able to share these things, and it's very healing to be able to talk about them with other people, and it's uh, very healing for other people to hear that they're not the only people that's going through that. So, thank you. So, now it's time for you to check out the final episode, the finale. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Please rate, share, and subscribe. Uh, yeah, but before we get into that, you already know, we finna check out them bars, Hey, All right, y'all, I will talk to you next season. Bye! Yo, what up, world? It's your girl, Kelly Howard, here sharing my personal experiences on how being petty almost ruined my life.
yes, all those petty ways and consuming my precious days just and petty thoughts just, ugh, why he packed like that? Mm, why is she looking at me? Is she? Can you believe she coming on my post saying XYZ? Did what? Just pettiness, just all consuming. And I know you want to be less petty too, don't you? Well, check out these bars, hey! Be less petty with your time. Be less petty with your mind. Be less petty with your blame. All that petty shit is love. Be less petty with your friends. Love first. Make amends. Be less petty with your life. Be less petty with your wife. Be less petty with your mom. Be less petty with your job. Be less petty. Be less petty. Be less petty, baby. Body aches, migraine, chronic illness, anger pains. All it comes from is being petty. Hey, I'm telling you now, uh -huh. you don't want to do it. Nope. Because that petty shit will have you in ruin. Hey. Social media, yep, yep. be less petty there. Because mm -hmm. all them petty comments ain't going to get you nowhere. nowhere. You don't even want to be petty. Show don't. I feel it. You just doing it. Cause it's socially acceptable But don't nobody want no more We wanna move on to a new time Where we can love and spit these rhymes Like what? I wanna love everybody But is that even possible? With this pretty behavior I don't know why I start singing It was just in me Now my ears are ringing My ears are I really do feel like it has a lot to do with a lack of, of self-worth and, and feeling the need to compensate versus going within and checking the self. You know what I mean? Like checking for the, you know, I've been, I've been and I don't want to really get into this too deep because I don't know enough about it, but I've been like really digging into sub-personalities, mm -hmm. you know, and that idea of like these versions of ourselves that mm -hmm. come out in certain instances to protect us in mm -hmm. certain ways. So like I have a new one that I call Angry Arnita. <laughs> like she's super <laughs> aggressive, you know, and if I'm, if I'm being challenged, like if I'm driving and somebody cut me off and I'm being challenged by somebody, oh, Arnita gonna chase your ass all the way down. Like she's not letting you get to that next light without her being right there next to you to stare you down. You know, right. like that's just what it is. And I think that it's certain parts of us that are hurt and broken and confused, and we seek other people to heal those parts of us instead of trying to figure out why that person is hurt or what that what that not that person it's not a whole nother person but why that personality or why that part of us is yeah. hurting and what it needs to be healed you know yeah I mean I think um because like even with my one client I mean his wife acknowledged to him she's like I know I'm not being you know the best sexual partner but it's interesting because when she found out that he was cheating and they just started like couples therapy because I've been seeing him alone. But uh, he's like, he he's so confused because the stuff that he's been asking for, like even just being playful sexually, she's like, no, no. Like he goes, one time she, I think was like on top of me or I was on top of her in the bed and I was just like starting to stroke my way closer, you know, to her vagina. And she was like, no. And then now after she found finds out that he was cheating, she's like, give me your cock. I want you to fuck me. And he's like, where was this 10 years ago? Because she thinks she you needs know? to. She thinks well, she needs to do it's that. It's like she, 
it's just it, like he's just having a very difficult time wrapping his head around it and it hurts him even more and he's even more angry because he's like I knew you like you had it in you but you didn't do it even though you knew it was important to me yeah you know it's it's almost I can I can personally speak to this because when I found out that Mike was cheating I immediately became this sexual wanted in every kind of way like Mm -hmm. do it in my butt like putting (laughs) shit out there that I never have a desire to do like it's not even on my list of things to do Mm -hmm. you know and so thinking about that I know that it is a part of you that's just like oh this is what he's cheating for right he's cheating because I'm not this person he's cheating because um he needs more sexual exploration and I'm not willing to give it to him. Mm -hmm. So if I give him this, then this will reel him back in. And I think it has something to do with competition at that point. It's like, Oh, it's me against her. Right. I bet you I can do things better than you could ever do things, you know? And it's like, and we have kids in love in Mm -hmm. a house. You know what I mean? So if I can do all those freaky things you do when you get the hotel, you know, it's like I'm, I'm winning. But see, yeah, but I mean, that's why like I, for some people, it for sure is about, you know, sex. But for others, it's, um, it's not like that, you know, you need to keep giving it to him in a certain way in order to keep him, you know, but, uh, well, I'd like to ask him, like, what did you get out of it? Yeah. You know, that wasn't like sexual. Cause like the one client that I'm working with, it's always the same thing. Anita, it's about connection, playfulness, you know, just like, just being sexually expressive in a way that his wife accepts. So it's not even about, you know. It's, yeah. it's not about that. Yeah. You know, but it's, hey, there's not even like a script here or something that is, you know, laid out about like what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. But even just being able to talk with his wife about that and, you know, test it out or like that would deepen the, the connection for him. Yeah. Yep. And it was, yeah, the willingness is the willingness, huge. Yeah. It's like you don't have to do. I actually wrote down because I was watching, like I told you earlier, mm-hmm. um, Esther, Esther Perel and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Savage. Okay. You know, he has the Savage Love podcast. Uh, I was, like, watching their thing, and one of them, I don't remember which one of them said it, but they they said, I don't have to want what you want in order to do it. You are perfectly valid. You're a perfectly valid reason just to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. if you love your partner, you don't have to necessarily want to do this. And certain things are off limits, right? You have certain parts where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to suck your dick from the back but I'm not willing to get (laughs) fucked in the ass you know what I'm saying like you might have levels to it where you're like this is what I'm willing to do and this is what I'm not you know but stuff for me has always been super uncomfortable so if I can't process through that on my own where I'm like I'm okay with this then the entire experience is going to be hard for me it's like I'm not even going to be able to pretend to enjoy it right you know and so you have your 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 things you're willing to do and I think most of the time, if you're in a marriage that's um, just a willingness to explore those things right. with your mate, that's enough. Right. You know, because that's all they want is really for you to be willing to explore. I will say definitely since um, since the last time we were on, you know, we've had sex a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Than <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing should, should infidelity we now or are we doing infide- sex? Infidelity. Yeah. And that's what we were talking oh, about. Oh, okay. We, we, we started... Um, talking about sex because uh-huh. we're talking about her her client that is currently cheating, cheating. Mm. and and he's like oh i remember this 
his, yeah, he's cheating, and his wife is like doing all kinds of super sexual stuff now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, what about this? And I told her that from someone that has dealt with infidelity, I know what that feels like. Of like, oh, I gotta be this kind of right. woman now. I have to mm-hmm. do all of this crazy sexual stuff to get him back or to make him want me more than he wants her. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really what it is. It's just like that psychological fuckery because I guarantee you, if they start, well, they're in therapy so hopefully it just gets healthier for them mm-hmm. but if they were to get back together based on the grounds of her just doing these sexual things oh, within six last. months yeah. to a year it'll it's be back to where because right. she can't sustain that you right. can't sustain that behavior if that's not who you are or right. if you not even who you are but if you haven't mentally gotten to a place where you're like these are the things i'm willing to do if you're doing it for the wrong reason if you have the wrong intention behind it right but even from the man's standpoint we don't respect you because of that. We don't look at that as a reason to stay. Yeah. It's we true. Actually, he actually said it, it's a turnoff for yeah, him. Yeah, we actually look at it as, and we actually respect you less Yeah, during those times. Because it's neediness. It's like, that's, that's what it, it's like, want me, want me, want me, take me, yep. please, want me. And I felt it every single time I came over, like, because we had, we had moved out and separated. And yeah. I was like, you know, let me suck your dick, you know? And I was just like, oh, I feel like a... I feel like a prostitute. I feel like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I feel, I was I was losing self-respect myself right. every single time I went outside of my box to try to win him mm-hmm. in that way. So I can absolutely see it being a, right. a lack of respect thing from the man perspective. But, uh, hey, 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 what's up, y'all? We are back on Be Less Petty with your girl Kelly Howard and the amazing... My- Mike, <laughs> my husband Mike Jew. I'm always caught off guard when she does that because she does this whole like hello. I, I, yeah, and I'm like I, I'm like I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> okay, so I'm extra, and I had two cups of coffee today, so I am wired right now. Um, so welcome back, guys. This particular episode, you guys know that this season, not even just this episode, this season we've been talking about being less petty about relationships. And this episode dun, 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 is about infidelity. You heard it. That that part that you know drives women to do insane shit when they uh, when they find out they're being cheated on, or for men to kill women because that's usually their reaction. <laughs> they just like murder the bitch. <laughs> so uh, we're here with the amazing Anita Chapala. You guys probably remember her from episode one about communication uh we got a lot of great feedback about that episode and just her tips and she's here to walk us through um infidelity and just how people um why they do it from the more uh clinical aspect and uh he and i are here to just you know tell you our experiences with it so let's head right into it right so before we got into um before we got into the podcast we chatted a little bit about you currently have a client that's dealing with infidelity, right? Yes. Okay. And so he's he said that he didn't do it for the reasons of sexual. That wasn't his reason. No. So I mean, I have a lot of clients with infidelity, and so I always ask them or like help them figure out why they went outside of their marriage or relationship. And consistently, this client in particular, you know, kept saying it's about the playfulness. It's about fun. It's about being able to be sexually expressive in my marriage. 
And, you know, he's been rejected for over a decade, you know, if not longer by his wife and just finally wore down, wore him down. Now, is it okay sexually playful and things like that? Is it just about the sex, though? Was it just about not having that sexual playfulness or? But it's about, um, I think, the connection and the intimacy as well that gets intertwined with the sex. Because, you know, again, stereotypically, it doesn't apply to everybody. Uh, Sometimes women need the emotional connection to want to have sex and men need the sex in order to feel close to their partner. And so... You know, it's it's not like the act was important, but again, if you think of like the environment of their, you know, marriage and that was lacking, you know, like he said he couldn't even walk down the hallway and like pinch her, you know, ass without her being like, stop it. And so it was even just like little kind of rejections, you know, that was like, we're like adding up. So I feel like that hmm, was like, I can relate. Like that was that was that what that hmm was? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm being super self conscious, obviously, about this because I know that I can be very rejectful in regards to that, and it'll be times when, um, like, it'll just be the littlest thing. Like, you know, he loves to dance when he's naked right before he gets in the shower, right? And I'll just be like, what is happening? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> is he just swinging his dick all around the room for? You know, and it's just like. I get it. Like it's, it's But that's a, not a sexual thing. That's no, it's just not. me. Being, that's it's, me playing around. No, it's not a sexual thing, but it, it on the flip side of that well, as I a guess woman, my swinging right, dick you is... assume that it's like what is this what is this being pushed to lead to? You know, or is this and right, but the other thing is about like the need for being desired and being wanted and we can't minimize those needs that people in a relationship have. And so like, I don't think the expectation is to always want to have sex with your partner when they want it. I mean, there are differences in sex drives, you know, a lot of even other variables like being stressed or having a bad day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think if people can adopt a gentle approach to rejection or when they are, let's say, saying no to their partner, like saying, babe, you are so hot tonight and I think you are amazing, but just not tonight. How about we try tomorrow? Yeah. You know, is just being gentle. I mean, I do even go through with my couples, like how, like rituals of like initiating sex and rejecting sex, like refusing it, you know, saying no. Um, And it's not necessarily like, oh, just, you know, deal with your ego, you know, grow up. But it's, it's a really important thing to want to be desired. And that's how a lot of emotional affairs happen. Mm -hmm. Because this other person is, you know, outside of your relationship is showing you that they actually like look forward to spending time with you or they like your presence where, you know, maybe you don't get that feeling at home. Now, is that typically what you see people coming in? Infidelity is just because they're not getting that playfulness at home or? Oh, no, there's a lot of reasons. Um, I mean, what are, like it, some, what are like the top three reasons you see that most couples Oh, God. Well, unmet needs is a big one. And so, again, it could be sexual, but it could be, um, you know, just, uh, you know, like the other, like being desired or being wanted. Uh, I also see people kind of um, who they get to be in the affair. And so for uh, for some of my clients, they fall into the life of shoulds. Like I should, we should get married. We should buy a house in the suburbs. We should work this nine to five job. We should do this. And sometimes 
you know, they get to be out of their kind of like role restrictions that they place themselves in. They're the ones who did it. Nobody else did, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so challenging them, like I have a client right now who he literally puts himself into this like rigid routine. And one of the things that we uncovered as, you know, like that he was getting out of meeting, you know, with women is just the excitement and doing something like off the cuff and spontaneous. And so, you know, now he's aware of that and there's like a a more feasible and workable balance, you know, of like, hey, you're the the father and the husband, you know, and the uh, worker, you know, but you could also incorporate some of this novelty and spontaneity, you know, and fun, you know, and create the kind of life that you want, not the kind of life that you think you should have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, when I think about that, I was just actually talking to uh, another comedian today about, he was asking me, what do I love about the road? What do I love about being on the road? Um, and I was like, well, the, the thing I love the most when I get on the road is that I know that I'm free of responsibilities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about the dogs. I don't have to worry about, you know, when the girls need to be picked up. I don't have to worry about, you know, if I come home, you know, and I'm not really filling up to it, am I going to get humped? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to think about these things. Right. I can just lay in my bed and or meditate all goddamn day if that's what I want to do or read all day if that's what I want to do. And it, it's not like when I'm when I do that, when I'm on the road, I have this sense of like, oh, I wish I was this way all the time. It's just like those moments, those small moments of freedom. Right. You know, and then when I come back home, I miss my family. You know, it's like, oh, I miss you guys. I wanted to be here. But that time away was great as well. And I wonder if that's like w- another thing that that stems infidelity, which just kind of goes with what you said is I don't have to be this person anymore. Right. And um you know, I think people can sometimes erroneously, like when they're in the, you know, affair thinking, oh, this is how it will always be, you know, but then if you factor in, like you're literally having the best of a relationship because you're not dealing with the day-to-day logistical, you know, bullshit that you Mm -hmm. sometimes have to deal with in a relationship. Right. But by far, like, I think the top reason that I see, uh, you know, with my clients, like why they cheat is because of opportunity. And they didn't intend to have an affair. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's not like they, you know, strategized and like mapped it out and were like, I'm done with this bullshit at home and I'm going to go find someone to cheat on my spouse with. It's it kind of like is, you know, that workplace office romance where you might not even be attracted to someone initially, but you spend more time together, you know, then you start sharing more information, you know, you break off from like group lunches to like solo lunches. And you're like, wow, this person really understands me. You know, I wish my spouse understood me like this. And then next thing you know, you're like in this involved in this emotional affair. And then sometimes it may or may not turn physical. And people don't know it's because, again, people think love is enough to prevent people from cheating. You know, um, that we love each other. We don't have to talk about it when really it's the not knowing where the boundaries around the relationship are and the opportunity that presents itself that can really contribute to people crossing the line. Now, I'd love to shift to Mike on that on that statement, because I think that that is where a lot of where that is, where the infidelity stemmed from in regards to us. I think it was just opportunity. Mm, That may have been part of it i don't think that that was i wouldn't say that that was the bulk of it well what was i mean i'd love to explore that um that's an off i i 
that's a little off guard here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but I guess she like, was going to ask you anyway. But what yeah, did, I mean, yeah. at that time, I, 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 I was not happy with our marriage. Now, that, had, uh, that wasn't necessarily because of you. That right. I was unhappy with a lot of things at that time. Um, and there was more of a fulfillment because it wasn't, it, there, there was absolutely, we were working together. We were, um, there was definitely more of a connection there because I, I think I, I probably was even spending more time with her than I was able to spend with my wife. Mm-hmm. And we were, we definitely were into more similar activities. And, um, but at, you know, at the same time, I just wasn't there, you know, we weren't having sex at home and, and I don't know if you remember, but I wanted, I wasn't, when I was, I just wasn't happy. But again, that, that was because, it, you know, in reflection, I wasn't happy with a lot of myself either. Mm-hmm. And so I, that was probably the bigger part of it was I was, a, a lot of it was, I wasn't happy with myself searching, trying to identify what's going to make me happy. Um, and and that could have been a lot of things, right? I mean, it was me switching jobs too because I wasn't happy with the job, right? right. Um, I wasn't happy with, you know, the way certain things. So I mean, I was changing a lot of things. Yeah. So that was it. Was I would I wouldn't say it was just because of I wouldn't say that was the bulk of it. Yeah, I was just more thinking from the standpoint of you guys were working together a lot. Like she was there, present, so she was able to listen to a lot of your concerns and gripes about the marriage and things like that. It's like the opportunity presented itself because of like, had she not been there, right. you wouldn't have went searching. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't have went like, Hey, let's hang out more and spend more time together because I'm willing to do this because I'm unhappy. Yes. Yeah, so there was, that was a factor, but I wouldn't say that that was the primary. Right. 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 I mean, I think it's, there's even when I map out why my clients cheat there's rarely is it one variable right you know it's a lot of different ones and that's where we go through okay what were you thinking in the moment you know what contributed to this and then being able to close those loopholes so that they don't end up in this situation again but like oftentimes like I'll ask my client why this particular person you know it's not that this person was better than their partner more glamorous or amazing but it was the you know, potentially the opportunity created by spending more time together and then just being mindful of that. And, you know, at least, in you know, for you both, you know, having like maybe some idea or having conversations around, well, what do we do with members of the opposite sex? And most people don't talk about that. Yeah, they don't want to. Yeah. I mean, even in um, the first, like in the initial consultation, when I meet with people, I always ask them just out of curiosity, have you defined cheating? And none of them have. Because again, it's like they think they're they're both immune to it, and they don't realize that good people cheat. Mm-hmm. It happens, and it's so easy for it to happen. Yeah, and I, you know, that's what I was saying when I, uh, Esther Perel mentioned that about like it's it's like oh no, it wasn't her; it was Dan Savage. Uh, just about how you get this idea of like this person is morally corrupt, now. Right. like they're just a terrible person. And I never thought that about him. Like mm-hmm. I never, even in the course of like our worst moments. I never thought, like, he's just an evil person. I was right. just like, I don't know who this is. I don't know what this is, but he's going through something. Mm-hmm. And I can't help with that. It's something he has to go through on his own. And that's all I kept remembering. That's kind of probably what kept me there because I didn't see him to be this 
just a cheater. I've been around guys who just cheat to cheat. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's what they do. I've been in relationships where it was different girls in different situations and different times. And I'm like, right. dude, bro, what are you doing? You know, yeah. but I never thought that to be the case with him. Right. But I, I like a question for you, Mike, is because um, I know we talked about conflict avoidance when the mm-hmm. first podcast. But do you did you were you telling Kelly all this stuff like that you were unhappy about yourself or you were thinking about? Well, I didn't know change. I wasn't happy with myself. Then. OK, got it. Um, I did know that I was unhappy with the marriage and I did communicate that. OK, I did communicate that we, you know, we just I wasn't happy with the marriage. I even think I proposed a divorce at one point. Or a separation or something. Yeah, yeah, it was but, a constant conversation between both. Yeah, of us there, there was. I, I was. Com- I, I did. I don't know if I communicated it early enough, mm. but um, I did. Did communicate that. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot happening. I mean, I, I take not responsibility for the action in any way, but I take partial responsibility for the lack of communication and the emotional withdrawal because we had just lost our 15 month old daughter you know like it was not even a year it was about a year maybe about a year after and in my mind because Mike wasn't her biological child I literally had this idea of like you don't have the right to grieve you know what I mean like kind of like what do you you didn't you don't know what this feels like a very special thank you to lisa beasley our producer with she funny as well as Teresa stewart her company is colored she's responsible for all of our new branding and design and cards against humanity for this donated studio space